hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Reality Informant. I am your host, Allie Crossan, and wow, guys, last week was nuts, wasn't it? I just feel like there was so much coming out. There were so many things that were flying around Rumorville. Uh, but you know what? Today, I am just going to fly solo. I'm going to give you a shorter episode today, but I just wanted to do like a weekly roundup from last week and kind of ground ourselves in where we are. Uh, we're going to talk about programming news. I'm going to also just cover some noteworthy news that's been going on. And I'm going to hit you with about like two or three hot takes at the end of this episode that cover Summer House, Real Housewives of New Jersey, and Vanderpump Rules. Guys, Vanderpump Rules obviously has taken over a lot of our brain capacity, maybe more than we'd like to admit. <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to hold really going into it on this episode. And I'm actually going to be recording on Tuesday of this week with Besties by Bravo, aka Caitlin Marshall. She is such a a sweetheart. I was on her podcast. Actually, this is a very funny story. I was on her podcast for the first time. I was so excited. We talked all things Jersey, which you guys know I love. And literally the day it dropped, Scandaval dropped. So the promo went out the window. Like we just really didn't, you know, talk about it much, which is completely fine. Like, please. Um, you guys know I do not like care about that. Uh, but it's just funny because we never really got to like talk about what we talked about again. Um, and this week I'm going to have her on my podcast and we're actually going to take a different approach. We're not going to do like a real recap and sure we'll touch upon certain things going on this season in terms of like episodes, but we wanted to have a kind of serious conversation, take a step back uh, yes, we're content creators and yes, we talk about Bravo and all of these shows, but at the end of the day, these are real human beings on the other side and there has just been like an onslaught of hate and listen, I'm angry too and Caitlin is very angry and I think we just want to have an honest conversation about like what is healthy and what is not in terms of viewing and just kind of really have an honest chat about like what is too much? Like what do we feel like is a responsible way to kind of cover all of this stuff? And yeah, I think it's going to be a really interesting conversation and we both obviously are passionate people. <laughs> so we're not going to really go into it with like much of a plan. We're just going to talk about what's been happening. Um, obviously, we know about the wellness center that is not a mental health facility. So we're going to be talking about that. Um, I'm really excited about that this week. So look out for that episode dropping later this week. And then, you guys, I have some really exciting news. And I think I'm going to drop it on socials, but I definitely might mention it on the episode with Caitlin later this week. And it's around a guest. And I think if you know me, you'll be very excited about this. So, and this is a person who has actually been on the show, Real Housewives of New Jersey. So, very excited about that. We're going to have that person come on. We're going to just see what's up with them, where have they been, what their experience was like. 
truly kind of what the heart of this show is meant to be. So I'm so excited about that. I have tea coming in that I need to confirm and I might be able to share it here. Um, So hang on tight. I know I'm teasing, but it's starting to happen, guys. We're starting to get intel. We're starting to get like guests wanting to join. Listen, you know what? We're a small but mighty ship and one day we will be the Titanic. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um. Anyway, let's hop into some programming news because it really has been kind of busy this week. So we know that Real Housewives of New Jersey is filming their reunion this week. I believe they're set to start filming on Thursday. Well, guys, talk about six degrees of separation. You know that I had my Pizzagate episode, which, by the way, thank you guys for listening. The numbers on that were not surprisingly great. Um, So thank you for that. But Thea from Your Moms Are Watching posted on her Instagram stories yesterday, or actually was it the day before? It's, what is it, Monday morning now? Yeah. Sorry, guys. Uh, Mom brain. Uh, I think it was like over the weekend. Let's say that. That's a safe, that is a safe way to say it. Over the weekend, Marge and Thea are together. Marge actually reached out to Thea to purchase a pizza oven that she bought off eBay. Now, there are a lot of speculations that Marge is going to bring that pizza oven to the reunion. And listen, when you have something tangible in your hands, uh, you know, that's a little that's a little serious, right? So I've seen people on both sides, obviously, like throwing their hands up and it's just like so excited that it's being brought or so pissed off that it's being brought. They're coming up with like a million reasons why bringing this oven makes no sense. And I've heard the reasons. And some of them are like, okay. Some of them are like, okay, come on, come on. You're reaching. Like, please. But same on the other side. I, I Listen, you guys know where I stand. I am down the middle. Based on what I've seen, um, where I stand today is that it looks pretty shitty for uh, Teresa and Louie. It does. And I listened to some really great podcasts. You guys know I love all about Real Housewives. They do like they are so unapologetically team tree. And I appreciate that about them so much because they go the extra mile and they find facts and they like reach out to people and bring them on to like really support Teresa. And it's a really interesting and valuable podcast, especially for someone like me who loves to kind of hear both sides of the coin. So um, I I really encourage you if you are kind of where I am in this whole thing where, you know, maybe years past you have been very loyal and now you're you're at a place where you're just like fed up with all of the storylines. So you're just trying to like see the truth and kind of, you know, ignore all the noise, right? So listen, I all, here's what I'll say. If this comes to the reunion, Tree and Louie better be working through an ironclad rebuttal. Because like I said, physical tangible proof is not going to help them. Like the viewership, you know, you've got 
a wide range of viewers. You have people who are just blind loyalists who are just going to say like, okay, whatever. But this fandom is smart. You need to be able to like really, really explain yourself. And I just don't know. I'm, I'm curious how much time this is going to take over. It might be a lot. I don't know. So that's happening this week. I can only imagine. I can only imagine. We saw Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is filming. That makes me so happy. We saw a clip from, I think it was Queens of Bravo uh, reposted it. And obviously the Bravo universe helps each other, right? So we 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 find these things. We're boots on the ground. We share. And um, it looked like it was a scene being shot of Kyle Garcelle and the newbie allegedly talking about tone and it looks like this newbie was upset and they the and Garcelle and Kyle were comforting her so we shall see they looked fabulous I'm very excited I also heard rumblings I think it was the Bravo bone collector um on IG and by the way one half of them I met at BravoCon and I do not remember her name forgive me I'm going to like reach out to her again and remember, like, and say like, "Hey, we met. Like, do you remember?" Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna chat with her. But I love their account. I loved their account before I even ran into her, like, organically. We ended up like sitting together on a panel, um, the exe- the producers panel at BravoCon this past year. She was very nice. Um, anyway, she I think posted uh about the event and. Honestly, it just makes me giggle because it's a great cause. Won't knock that, you know. It's just like the the naming situation. They should have changed it when it was quiet and like nobody was really paying attention, you know. <laughs> but here we are. Um, anyway, what else is going on? So with BravoCon being announced on April 11th, really a week from today, last week, um, Andy went on to say, listen, he was on uh, Radio Andy, and he says, Real Housewives of Vegas is not happening. <laughs> he was very, very clear about that. And quite honestly, like, I don't I don't really see that happening. I mean, unless it's like very rich families connected to the casinos. But do they even live there? Like, I don't think so. But I don't know. I don't know anything. Um, <laughs> I don't know anything about that. But yeah, I mean, I'm not shocked about that. I, I honestly, um, let's talk about BravoCon for a second. Um, well, A, the Vegas Housewives, not shocked, not surprised. Good on Andy for clearing that up like immediately because we know how the fandom works and we just like have an idea and we'll just go with it. So um, yeah, he just put a staff to it and I, I have to appreciate that. Um, okay, so. BravoCon. Now, I went to BravoCon for the first time in New York last year, and I went pretty last minute, and I went solo. And I'm going to be really honest, I was kind of like judging myself. I'm like, am I a weirdo going alone to this? Like, that is strange. Like, why would I do that? Like, I don't know. It's a big, like, I knew the Javits Center. I'm from New York. I worked literally up the street for about five years. Um, So it's not that I didn't know anything and I didn't know how to like navigate myself. I'm from New York. I um, 
public transportation right to the Javits Center. But it was just the like going of it, being by myself. And you know what, guys? I was on TikTok, like talking about it, a little bit nervous. And everybody encouraged me. They're like, just go. And I went. And I'm so glad I did because it was so fun. There, Obviously, I had a couple of friends end up going, so I like met up with them there. But I did go like buy that ticket alone because I just like didn't have it planned. Um, and it was a blast. It was truly a blast. And because you could kind of make the day your own, you know, it, I didn't have to plan things out with a friend who like hated Real Housewives of New Jersey. That would have like really bothered me if I couldn't have gone. So <laughs> it was okay. I got to kind of create the day and the schedule as I pleased. I personally was not, okay, this is something about me, guys. I don't know. I'm not above it. I just am not like into it. I like taking pictures with people. Like I'm down with the selfie like that happens organically. Like we bump into each other. Oh my gosh, hi, selfie. The um, step and repeat, I know many of you guys do it. Personally, like I just don't, I don't need it. Like I just don't need it. I would rather it be like me bumping into somebody and then taking the picture. And that's the memory. Not like I waited online for a long time and was pissed off. <laughs> but I like, Truly, I understand why other people do, and I appreciate it. Personally, I just don't want to do it. So I didn't. And because of that, I feel like I was not as angry as a lot of people there. I think there was a lot of frustration around waiting in lines. And um, I did have a VIP pass. And quite honestly, it was worth it. Um, especially for like a one day thing, you got to cut lines, you got like priority seating. Um, I know that Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, like whole seating fiasco happened, but I actually was a smart little cookie and went to the panel before it and just stayed there. So I had my seat, but I mean, I don't know, is that fair? Probably not. I'm going to be honest. We were even, I, if the people I was sitting with, oh my gosh, wait, I still no. I'm going to shout them out right now. One is, sorry guys, the, the noise. I'm just like grabbing my phone right now. I met two people, actually I met four people at this specific panel and they were so nice. And I remember telling them at the time, this was in the fall, um, that, oh yeah, I have this podcast starting, blah, 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 blah. And they were so nice about it and we followed each other. And one is Joe. Joe, if you ever hear this, hi. And one is Marie. And we like chat here and there. Marie is definitely like so nice. She reaches out to me here and there about different things. But um, anyway, yeah. See, you can meet people and make friends. Uh, but anyway, the whole point I'm making is I went to BravoCon last year solo because it was accessible and I just felt like, you know, it, it was very doable. And when you're in a place like New York, you have the tri-state area, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, you can have people come in and do like a day trip like that, right? Um, this isn't that in <laughs> in Vegas. So it's going to be at Las Vegas Caesars Forum from November 3rd to 5th. Um, that is... <laughs> That is a choice. Now, from an operational standpoint, it makes so much sense. Who is more prepared for an event like this than Vegas? I mean, 
I'm going to like CES, which is the consumer electric show. I mean, they have like huge, huge, huge expos every year. Um, That's what this is, you know? So they're going to have like really, really um, tightly run ships. I think that this is going to be just that much better in terms of organization. I just don't think the Javits Center was ready for what BravoCon was. Um, I think they did an excellent job, uh, but they probably learned a ton because there were a lot of frustrations around lines, waiting. Um, just it, it just And that doesn't make for a great experience. You know, even if all the things and the programming is great, if people are unhappy and they can't go to the bathroom and they're waiting 45 minutes to just like go to bat. Like that's bad. So I'm hopeful. I think that this is a good move to go to Vegas. Will I be going to Vegas? Like I am not flying by myself to Vegas. Like I'm just going to be, I'm going to put it out there unless someone wants to sponsor me (laughs) and bring me and I will be boots on the ground. I will report for you. But I am just like out of pocket by myself. Can't do it. Now, if I could convince some girlfriends maybe might be hard but maybe um or what i was thinking is so guys there is as you know the vegas stadium nfl okay now i'm married so i'm thinking and i and i enjoy the nfl this is just like a sidebar like i have been a jets fan my whole life it is obviously a blessing and a curse. (laughs) We are a special kind of person. Anyway, um, I'm thinking to myself, "Mm, I know the Jets are playing in Vegas this year. Could you imagine if it lines up with this weekend? I could have my husband come. He could go golf for the day. I could go do these panels and then maybe convince him to come out one night. Maybe I'll trick him into like a Bravo event and he doesn't realize it's a Bravo event. Thank God Bobby doesn't listen to these whole episodes through. (laughs) But I mean, that's a tactic. But anyway, I'm just saying, listen, it is definitely more of an investment. It's more of a time commitment for a lot of people on the East Coast. Um, But hey, it was on the East Coast and people on the West Coast had to come here to go. So uh, fair is fair. But I do think from like an organizational standpoint and a production value and a um, like consumer experience, if you will, doing it in Vegas is the right way to do it. And I'm telling you guys, more and more is Bravo turning into the WWE <laughs> in the best kind of way. Okay. Next thing I wanted to talk about was a new show, guys. I love new shows. Now, we knew we know about um, Summer House Martha's Vineyard. We talked about that on a few episodes ago with Jackie Madlock. Um, we're super excited about that. We love to highlight Black Excellence. She was telling me all about how um, Oak Bluff and Martha's Vineyard is like the it place um, So I, for, for Black Excellence. And I am so excited here for that. I think it's really great. I think, you know, the more we can expose the Bravo fandom to like different, different cultures, different, just different ways of doing things and experiences is so important. Like I did not realize that Martha's Vineyard had such a history to that. And Jackie exposed me to that and taught me about it a little bit. And like, that's the point, right? Learn, grow. Um, I'm very excited about it. It looks amazing. Um, And I am, I'm just loving this like injection of new shows into the Bravo universe. This next one, 
is called Dancing Queens. All right? If they do not get the rights to ABBA's song for this title, what a miss. What a miss. Now, I know it'll be expensive, but I think Bravo can swing it. Anyway, let's talk about what this show is, okay? So we saw the show teased for the first time, and this is the description that Bravo gives. The series follows six ballroom dancers as they prepare to face off against one another in competitions across the country. The women will invest their time and money into their all-consuming passion to vie for the top spots, respect, and recognition in the world of pro-am dance competitions. You can expect the women to spend tens of thousands of dollars on hair, makeup, clothes, as well as the expenses of traveling with their professional partners for competitions. I just have to give it to Bravo for choosing to use, like to to call out the amount of money being spent. Like, thank you. We love aspirational content. Um, I'm into this. I listen. I am not like big into Dancing with the Stars. I totally appreciate it. I danced in my childhood and my adolescence, and um, I was not going pro am. Let's just say that. Uh, I, I'm good, not great. Uh, and I, I just never really like caught on to the whole like dancing with the stars thing. However, I can appreciate it. And I feel like this show is going to be so good because we're able to see like the actual amount of time and energy that these people put into their craft and into their career. And then you're seeing them spend all this money and it looks like they're actually competing with each other. So I feel like there's going to be a lot of drama and cutthroat. I feel like this is one of those things where like it is going to be really, really good. And it's funny because this is the kind of show that I could see on TLC, but I kind of like that it's coming to Bravo. I just, I feel like we need just more like a difference in reality TV. And I think that's what they're trying to do is like kind of spread their wings outside of the housewives. And I think it's smart because that's like OG Bravo, guys. I mean, you guys know Tabitha Salon Takeover was a fave of mine back in the day. I just like miss like the random reality shows, not just like all one kind regurgitated 15 times. Now, I love it. Don't get me wrong, but it's just it's just the truth. Can't wait for Dancing Queens. I always love a new show, though. I really do, guys. Okay, so I will try that out. So let's just move on to some noteworthy news because there have been some happenings and, you know, I want to make sure we ground ourselves and where we're at with things. So Roni, Real Housewives of New York Legacy. We know that Page Six reported that it's likely being canned, right? But now they came out with a report that the original idea was scrapped just due to contract negotiations, likely. The network reportedly has been working to kind of retool it as an Ultimate Girls Trip style show. And you know what? I'll take it. But it's kind of sad. But I, maybe I'm unique in that. Listen, I love Roni. I love Roni. Original Roni. Oh, my gosh. Even like, oh, most of it. What am I talking about? All of it. I love. The end was sad. But, you know, um, here's what I'll say. I do think there's something to be said about not trying to recreate something too soon. 
I don't know. I just feel like we can get ourselves into a little bit of a pickle, if you will, if we're just trying to recreate old Roni. And I like we can't. That was it was very of a time. Um, and I know that like we're all passionate about it and we all miss it. And I think that an ultimate girl's style trip makes the most sense. Um, listen, we know Countess and, uh, Sonia are going to come back with their spinoff. So that is enough for me to be honest with an occasional pop in from our other friends like Dorinda would be nice, but I don't know. I just, I go back and forth. I'm like, if it's this hard to figure it out, something's not making sense. And I can't believe it's just contract negotiations. I don't know. But I do think like a, a stint like that would make more sense. And it probably would make people happy without like ruining the integrity of the show. So I'm down with it. I'm excited either way. I'm going to watch it. Who am I kidding? So uh, what do you guys think? You guys let me know. Um, I'm kind of up in the air, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm just really snobby about not ruining a good thing. So we'll see. Next up, I think this is like actually just a funny story. Lindsay Hubbard posted on her IG pictures from Easter last week and it was a whole group. They were, you know, obviously friends um, in the city. Maybe they didn't have anywhere to go with family and they hung out together. We love that. And uh, (laughs) in the picture she posted was Luke from Winter House slash Summer House holding hands with Tisha Adams from The Bachelorette, which I saw. And at first I bugged out. I love a good crossover, but Luke, Luke is, uh, Luke is not wasting time. Let's just say that. Uh, and it's a little sad just, you know, after what we heard Ashley Darby saying she was hurt, uh, by that at the reunion, but that was a while ago. So we move on. Um, and I'm sure Ashley has too, but very quickly did Lindsay delete this crop it. And it was just like, just, <laughs> it was just bad. Here's the thing. It was funny, but it was just bad. I I just don't know how in today's day and age people don't check with each other. Like we're good to post, we're good, especially when you're on a platform like that. It's different. They're not like just everyday people. They're not. Uh, So (laughs) LOL, Lindsay. You guys know how I feel about Lindsay. I like Lindsay. I'm team Lindsay. I know people think that's crazy, but I just feel like, (sighs) I don't know. The pile on is a lot. It's just a lot. So Let's, let's, what else is going on? Oh, the last bullet on my list. And uh, this one does not make me happy. Okay. So this weekend in the press, it was reported and it was ET online that had the exclusive that Raquel Levis checked herself into a facility for mental health treatment. That was the headline. And it blew up like wildfire, obviously. And everybody who is a fan and invested in Scandoval immediately thought she checked into a mental health facility. Just the way it was written, it was very uh, strategic in the choice of words. And they did not say that she checked into a mental health facility. They said a facility for mental health treatment. Now, you guys know, I made a video on this on TikTok. I was pissed. Um, I am a marketing professional. I've been in the industry for 10 years, work with PR all the time, and they craft things all the time. I've worked on big brand campaigns um, that you guys know and love. And honestly, 
this was so bad. And I just feel like it was such, it was such in poor taste because you you led people to believe that she went to get herself checked into a mental health facility. And that is so wrong because it's just offensive to people who actually have severe mental health issues who need to check into these facilities that need to find ways to find access to these places. And it's just like, listen, I do not knock that she's probably going through an incredibly hard time from a mental health capacity. Like I, the, the, disgusting bullying is just like out of control. The death threats, like what? Guys, this is, yes, it's a TV show. And yes, we feel like we know these people because we've been like fans of them for so long, but we don't know them. She made a really bad, poor decision in her life. And I'm sure it's connected to insecurities elsewhere, you know, personal ones. But like at the end of the day, this is a human being. We don't know her. Like, yeah, it was really bad. Like, I've been commenting it on it too. The, the behavior is horrible that's playing out on this show. But I'm sure there is a level of, yeah, she needs to make sure her mental health is being taken care of. But let's not get it twisted. She reportedly was at Miraval in Arizona, which... But I caught and posted about it. Miraval actually posted on their IG a picture of one of their bars and the lyrics to the Vanderpump Rules theme song. And then they deleted it once they caught on that we were seeing this. So, like, the point is Miraval, Arizona is a wellness retreat spa center. It is not a mental health facility. They are those are two very different things. Like, okay. Um and you know what? I'm going to park it there and put a pin in it because we're going to talk about it more with Caitlin later this week. I have a lot of thoughts about it, but it just like really really upset me the way that this PR spin has been handled. It's just like yeah, you did something stupid. You got to own up to it. Take accountability. Take a break reset, say you just need to get away from it all, not that you need to go to a mental health facility and like use that card. Not okay. Just not. Anyway, off my soapbox on that. I could go on for hours on how like that really pissed me off. Um, But let's just talk about, let's round out this episode with like a couple hot takes that I have. Um, First is Real Housewives of New Jersey and how they went to Ireland and how Jen told Danielle the rumor about Melissa allegedly cheating on Joe in the backseat of a car. And Marge's friend, Laura, was the one that told Teresa and Jen. But what happens is we find Jen in the hotel room in Ireland and and with Danielle and Danielle is digging. She's like, what are you guys talking about? Like, what is this about? What is the problem? And you might be like, Danielle, back off. Like, stop being so nosy. But guys, Danielle is doing the Lord's work, all right? She was hired to get involved, to get into it. And she's doing her job, all right? And she is just like the rest of us. Honestly, she's a newbie. She wants to know what the heck is going on. She wants to be able to have some skin in the game and have an opinion. So I don't knock her for asking. But 
when she does and when she realizes what she's she's asking for and what the information is, she feels terrible. And I don't blame her because it's sort of like, why would you even want to know that? Like, I don't even want to know. And now she's kind of in the middle of it because she let it out. And now it's on TV. And I just have so many questions about like how that was handled. You guys know how I feel about Jennifer. I think Jennifer reminds me of a sister I never had. Like you want to sometimes shake her because the choices she's making are just like absurd. You know, her heart is good. But then I sit here and I'm like, your heart is good. You're saying why all the reasons why you won't tell the rumor to Danielle. And then you literally tell the rumor to Danielle. Make it make sense because it doesn't. I thought that was so bad. Jen is on TV. She's got her mic on. She knows what she's doing. Jen, I welcome you on this podcast. Please explain what happened. What was your headspace? Why did you decide to say it then and there? And then you hear now, like Melissa watches it back and she's finding out that they've been talking about this the whole time they're on the trip and she enjoyed herself, but she didn't know. I guess ignorance really is bliss, friends. But yeah, I mean, not a good look, in my opinion. I don't care, guys. I just don't understand why she would have done that. And it made me feel like it was a setup. Like, Teresa really convinced Jen to do that. And I don't, like, who knows? That that may not have been the case at all. But it was just the delivery of it all, like, did not make sense to me. At all. Okay, that's my first hot take. Second hot take, Summer House. Danielle versus Lindsay. And we know that they kind of come to a little piece eventually in the teaser, but I just have an issue with the way, and I've seen a little bit of a pattern here, is Danielle definitely talks about other people's feelings and she stands up for other people and, you know, how their feelings are hurt and why you may have hurt their feelings. And she's very good at communicating that way. But it appears from the edit we're seeing and what we see on the screen she is not as communicative with her own feelings. Like even in the car ride with Robert a few episodes back, remember? Like she was kind of like <laughs> laughing at how they never spend time together. It was literally the writing on the wall of why their relationship ended. But she's sitting there and like smiling about it. But really, you as a viewer knew that those were her pain points. And it made her sad that that was the reality. But the way she was communicating, it was like it, it was kind of funny and that was their thing and that was how they functioned. But you know she didn't want it that way. And then there's this whole situation with Lindsay where I feel like she obviously really loves Lindsay and she puts 110 into her relationships. But you can't just put 110 into relationships and fully expect it to come back that way. And that is something that I've learned in my life, in my short life here on earth, 31 years, you know what? You can be as lovely and wonderful and giving as you want, but the other side of it may just not know that that's what you need back. You need to communicate. And I feel like, like Danielle doesn't or hadn't been articulating to Lindsay, like, Hey, Can we have a girls night? Just us. I have a lot going on with Robert and I, and I'd love to just like talk to you about it. I feel like Lindsay would have said, hell yeah, dropped everything and said, oh my gosh, yes. But that wasn't happening. It was like this unspoken expectation. And that just leads to disappointment in my opinion. So 
that's a hot take. I feel like Danielle in the situation going so hard on Lindsay did not make sense. And then she had a bunch of voices in the back of her head or not in the head, but in the head, excuse me, like around her physically telling her that she was right in her, in her feelings. And there was a level to it. Like I'm sure, yes, she did deserve, you know, the same love back that she was given. And I do think that the, her, you know, the pages, the Sierras were saying that, yeah, you deserve that. But what they weren't seeing was the, the lack of communication and like assertiveness from Danielle. But I see it coming through and you see that at this pool party at, you know, at Kyle's birthday. Um, so we'll see where it lands. I mean, I think we know in our real world that they're not a hundred percent right now, but I'm hopeful that it gets better because it just seems like they're such good friends. We'd be so sad to see it like totally fizzle just due to communication. So that's one thought. So we got Jersey, we got Summer House. I, I touched upon, um, you know, real, oh, excuse me. Oh my gosh, my brain, my brain. You know why, guys? Because if you knew, I have to go to work. It is very early. And you know, guys, I'm a working mom. I got to get this in when I can. So I'm up early and I think my coffee is still sitting in the Keurig like that I made like 45 minutes ago. But anyway, um, no, those were the hot takes. I had Jersey at Summer House and we're really going to park Vanderpump Rules. You know that I have a lot of thoughts on it, but I want to save it for my conversation later this week. But really, really a lot going on. I'm really excited about some of the programming updates. You know, there's some news going on that makes me excited. I feel like, you know, I don't know why, but every time it's like May, June, I get like reinvigorated with Bravo. And guys, you did not know this. It was probably this time last year that I started to like kind of dip my toe into the I'm going to just like talk about this stuff a little bit. So I started talking about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, really, and Jersey. Those were my two first like TikTok, I guess, like adventures, if you will, or series <laughs> adventures. I mean, I guess they were adventures, to be honest with the comments. It was crazy. But anyway, fun week ahead. I'm really excited about the record later this week. We are also going to be, you know, seeing some stuff play out on our shows. So I'm very excited. You know what else I started, friends? And I'm not sure if anyone else is watching it, but um, Below Deck Sailing Yacht, is that the name? Oh my gosh, forgive me. I'm not a Below Deck girly. I've never been, but I know it was a new season. There was just two episodes out, um, so or one last week. So I, I, I caught up. I thought it was interesting. So I'm going to just like try. I'm going to throw myself into it. And, you know, I'll comment on it if you guys want. And, yeah. So thanks for listening, guys. Just wanted to give you guys a quick rundown of, you know, what's going on in the world, some hot takes that I had, and some news, and just ground ourselves in where we're at this week and Really excited about Besties with Bravo to come on to talk VPR. And I got some exciting news coming, so make sure to tune in. All right, have a great week. And remember to rate, subscribe, share, subscribes. Well, I guess subscribe on multiple accounts. (laughs) And like the podcast. And thank you so much for your comments. I've seen them. They're really sweet. And I just try to have fun and be kind of you know, down the middle on all of this. It's meant to be fun. It's meant to be an escape. And I'm happy to be doing it with you. So until next time.